Did we decide with uh, what music we're going with? Um, Super illegal or round ball rock? <laughs> Do whatever you want. Um, although down the line, if this starts to get any kind of following, I'd be, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to like make some changes. Yeah, but for now, it's probably okay. All right, folks. Don't you think? Yeah. Enjoy the show. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is episode two of the underpaid and overrated podcast. I am Noah Hiles. And I'm Michael Gar. And damn it, you know what they say in the movie Major League? You win one game, then you win another one, and then you win a third, and they call it a winning streak. <laughs> or some shit like that. I don't know. So second episode in, thank you to everyone who tuned in. I know we're still working on the ins and outs, getting it on iTunes and whatnot, uh, but we got it on yinzertommytakes.com. It, it seems like we had a, a lot more listeners than we expected. Than we expected, yeah. Uh, we appreciate, I appreciate everyone who's reached out to me. Um, and uh, yeah, I My thought, parents reached out to me, so that was big. Shout out, shout out to the Gars, <laughs> classic American family. <laughs> Just hard working people. Hard working people. Yep. From the Midwest. Oh, growing yeah. corn on the would, old farm. Now, would would you call Pennsylvania the Midwest? No, absolutely not. No, I wouldn't either. All right. So I think anyone with a sense of geography direct, would, yeah, would I don't wouldn't. Know. All right. So you're gonna notice some production changes there. As you see, we we already had music to start things off, which is, you know, might not be that song forever, but Probably not, if Probably this gets not. any kind of following. If and... Marshmallow finds out. <laughs> he's only like the number one DJ in the world right now, but right. not a big deal. Um, he gave us permission. We're just going to roll yeah, with it. we're very close. Big big Marshmallow people we are. Call him Marsh for short. Yeah. That's how close we are to him. You know, Marshy, man, I remember man, he was Graham Cracker when I first met him. Now he sold out. He got rid of the... All right, I'm going to drop that joke. Anyway, <laughs> so um, we're going to have a little bit of a soundbite intro to every topic that we start about. Um... You want to just dive right in? Let's do it. All right, so here is our first topic of the day. Football. And Gar's not wearing headphones, so I'm just going to let him know. We're talking football, and I know that's what we opened last show with. Yins thought football was done. Yins saw Tom Brady win a Super Bowl, and he thought, no more football until the Hall of Fame game. Well, guess what? You're wrong. Because the Alliance... Of American football starts, starts this, this Saturday. Yep. Now, Gar, I don't know about you, but I'm actually very excited about this. I'm very not excited about really? this. Really? Yeah. I have no interest in this. Really? I think football has ended, and I think Tom Brady is the last chapter of the 2018, early 19 NFL season. NFL season. Yeah. And every and no, football no, no. season in general. All right. So I'm going to sell you on this. I'm not paying attention this. to football until the draft. So if you don't know, what the AAF is, it is a minor league kind of football league that started. There's eight teams. None of them are really local around or close to this area. They're in Texas, Florida, uh, Tennessee, 
Um, there's some in California, Arizona. So, you know, all warm areas so they can play outdoors throughout. And the the, se- the regular season, there's eight teams. Right. They play 10 weeks. I'm not sure how their postseason kind of works. But there's actually some some legs to this. And I, the reason they're doing this is because they're working with the NFL. You have a lot of former NFL players, a lot of former Steelers, actually. Heinz Ward and Paul Amalu uh, are involved. And uh, they're trying to make this kind of like a G League type thing for the NFL. NFL Europe was kind of that when we were growing up, but they're trying to expand upon this now, and I am all for it. So I have done some research on every team. I did a little research. I, all teams, right. But I so, I was just so just not appealed. Give me give this. me a team, and I will tell you something about them. Okay, Arizona Hotshots. The Arizona, and I only say them first because they were alphabetical. Yes, so the Arizona Hotshots – uh, their head coach, I who 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 is their head? It's um, I don't know. It's, See, no, 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 no. Though what's interesting about them is they have a woman on their coaching staff. Oh, that is cool. She is a wide receivers coach. She was an intern with the Carolina Panthers last year, and um, so yeah, she so she helps out there. And their head coach also, I forget his name, but he he was he he was like NFL quarterback. He uh won like a Rose Bowl. At UCLA, he was a former head coach at he coached at Colorado in the '90s. He coached at UCLA as well with like Josh Rosen and stuff. It's not Mora; it's the guy before Mora. But um, I don't know. Let yeah. me. T- can I tell you what's interesting about this team? Yes, they have a punter named Jeff Locke. So it's, yes, it's no, nice and their to kicker see. is Nick Folk. Yeah, very alarmingly year, close to Nick Foles. Well, Nick Folk is a ten-year NFL veteran and a and a Pro Bowler oh, in 2007. Well, shows how much I know, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the thing I liked about the Arizona Hotshots, they have a guy named Chunky Clements, and I think that's a great Chunky name. Chunky Clements. Well, let me tell you, I'm just not interested in this league at all. I think I don't think this is going to work. There are only eight teams. I yeah. know there are a lot of former NFL guys, like maybe going for one last run or. Uh, there are some, you know, coaches and stuff like that, and I know Mike Singletary, head coach of the Memphis Express. Yep. So I know there may be some interest for big Mike Singletary fans, but to me, it's just not appealing. I think the NFL is always going to be number one. Well, I don't in think this they're going to try to compete with the NFL, and but that's why? why it's going to work. It's not going to be like the XFL. I think having some football, and they're not going to go right into baseball season. I like that it's going. Right, it's it's like a quick rebound. But are there any rules to this? I mean, so what's going to make a difference? What's yes. the difference? So what's the difference? How does this differ from like Canadian football? Here's the difference. All right, one I, example, right off the top of my head, there's no onside kicks. All right, that so, doesn't. No, that you want to know what they do me. instead? What? You get a fourth down and ten from the thirty-five. Okay. And if you get it. You just keep moving down what the field. If, what if you're uh, in front of the 35? Like, do no, 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 no. It's like an onside kick. So if you oh, score so, a touchdown so one down, and you would like to get, you know, you would like to you kick get, an oh, onside gotcha. kick, you go to the opposing so, 35, your own 35. It's fourth down. down and 10. You got to get, okay. and you got, and if you get it, you just keep moving. So what else? Um, that's the one off the top of my head. But I mean, there's, there's to me, some... it just, it's just not that appealing. Again, I, I just think the NFL. I, I, I'd almost say, and I'm not interested in the combine or anything like that, but I think I'd still be more interested in that and people's pro days and uh, when they go to Indianapolis and do all those Let me give tests you some other things. I think I'd still to. be more interested in that, though. All right. So you have... Here's plus, another, plus the NBA's the going next, on. Yeah, okay. Other leagues We're are We're going to get to that. Okay. This is why it's interesting. I like that they're not overdoing it. It's just going to be one day a week. 
on Saturdays. They might have some games on Sundays. I don't know. But, you know, it's just the weekends, but there's not too many teams. They've had a long time. This has been a long time coming, and you've got some decent storylines. Michael Vick is an offensive coordinator. Listen to the people on his offense. He's got Aaron Murray, quarterback for Georgia. He, like, resurrected Georgia from the dead. Like, that's when they started getting good again. Yeah. Is it the, the running Atlanta back? Legends? Yes. Yeah. And I then they, the running back guys. is Denard Robinson, who's Shoelace. also a former quarterback. Shoelace, yes. Big, and big they, Robinson fan. Yes. And then their wide receiver, I forget his name, but he played quarterback at Georgia Tech. So they have three quarterbacks on their starting offense with Michael Vick as their offensive coordinator. I, I still this think This next these team are... in Alabama, they have 15 guys combined who went to either Bama or Auburn. Some of them include Trent Richardson. I want to see that redemption story. Yeah. You got Blake Sims, the quarterback in between Jalen Hurts and A.J. McCarron. Everyone forgot about him. Yeah. And then you got Chris Davis, responsible for the Auburn kick six. Right. So you you have those guys. You have these guys that are old, kind of either they're they're old. old. Okay, well, they're Christian up. Hackenberg they plays they for Memphis. But they weren't good enough to make the NFL, so All right, why should I'm gonna I be stop bullshitting tr- you. You want to know why I care about this? Because you can gamble on it. Well, okay. Okay, that's, that's so you fine. can gamble that's on fair. it. That's why but I, I am been... just talking about the non-gambling fan. I just that's don't, not for you. I just don't see the interest in this. That's, I think they're, not be, for you. they're better leagues. Yeah, they're it's, better it's, leagues. The, you look at the places they have this, places like Birmingham, places like Memphis, places like San Diego, it's, it's areas that don't have a football team right now. And... So you're hitting these demographics, like like all these areas all have these, basketball teams. Yeah, but like none of them are really good, are they? I'm trying to think. No, Atlanta, no, no, San Antonio. I, I yeah, sure, I'd sure. rather go to a Spurs game, even if the Spurs okay, are just here's mediocre this year. It's the football, Jazz. Football is always king. Salt Lake. You've got Stallions. decent names as far as like coaching or execs or whatever. You can gamble on it. You can gamble. You can do live bets, live prop bets during a game. That's fun. You can bet if it's going to be a run or pass. For the gambling fan, During fine. The... But for the casual fan, I just don't see this. As someone in Pittsburgh, I would understand that. Yeah. But if you live in Birmingham, Alabama, and you get a chance to see all of your well, favorite that... college football <laughs> players play again. Yeah. For the for... Birmingham Iron fans. What a terrible name, too. Iron? Oh, I looked at their man. jerseys. I'm really it was upset. like an all-black So helmet. you're not going to watch this on Saturday? I'm not watching this on I Saturday. I will watch it. I will I gamble on it. I hundred things to do. I'm, I'm hammering. Hammering. The Atlanta Legends. I may I may go down to the Rivers, and if they have these, Lines. if they're offering these, then I may every occasionally, just like blindly, yeah, bet a game or two just for fun, mm-hmm. but nothing serious. But as far as like adopting one of these teams to be a, to be a fan of, no way. All right. I just think these are old, e- either old players coaching or players not good enough trying to make a name for themselves in a league that no one's going to care about in like a year. I don't think this lasts very long. Uh, I mean, I don't think it has For to be as sake, big as. For your sake, I hope it does because you're gonna you're gonna gamble on it. Well, no, I just think that like it doesn't have to be as big as the NFL. It doesn't have to compete with the NBA. Like I can never get enough football. More football is good uh, as long as it's good and it gives people options. Like this could you know this could give people options like a Doug Flutie type guy rather than going to Canada. You know, you know someone who's small like Kyler Murray could play in this league and play in the MLB. I'd rather have him just play in the MLB. I'd rather have him play in the NFL. All right, just eat your fucking just... <laughs> vanilla ice cream and be boring all, I will. all your life, I Michael will. Gar. My God. I will. You I don't, don't deserve like to wear the hats you I don't, well, All right, I moving don't like on. Next topic. Who are we going to talk about next? Let's see. Let's see. LeBron James. LeBron James in the Los Angeles Lakers. Still kind of weird to say, if you ask me. 
that's what we're moving on to. LeBron James, um, is it safe to say just his entire team hates him? Um, no. I, I think, think hate is a strong word. I think uh, adjusting to, uh, I don't think they've ever played with a guy like LeBron, where LeBron has control over everything. Yeah. I think they're just adjusting. I mean. And I think if they want to win, they better accept the fact that LeBron's Who's going to win with him? All of them are going to be gone. Here's the well, thing. Not if they trade for if they don't trade for Anthony. Davis. Yeah, but then they're not going to win with him. Well, they'll make the playoffs, and but they weren't. I don't know. I don't think anyone right, expected so them to win last night. LeBron and the Lakers. So well, this is coming out on Thursday. So Tuesday night, LeBron and the Lakers suffered the worst loss in LeBron's professional career. Forty-three points to the Indiana Pacers without, without Oladipo. Without Victor Oladipo. And in that game, you heard fans chanting stuff like, LeBron will trade you, and it's kind of true. Yeah. And you see LeBron sitting on the bench, three seats away from everyone else. And then after the game, he tells all the young kids they need to stay off social media to avoid the trade drama. Said yeah. it must be hard to play with someone like me. I can't relate to it because I've never had the threat of being traded before. And then he goes on Instagram and posts a congratulations to himself for being the fifth player in NBA history to score 32,000 points. I'm a huge LeBron James fan. So am I. I grew up watching him. Yeah. I, ha- I wore his shoes in high school. I I, I mean, I, I paid money to buy his jerseys to oh, go see tough. him play. Yeah. This dude is out of control. I don't think he is. I, I do. I think at this point he's earned his right to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, well, I mean— and I, I if see I'm like, one of those young guys on the Lakers, I'm listening to him. If he wants me to stay off social media, I'm going to do it because without him, they're even they had I don't know what their record was without LeBron over the last couple months or month where he's been injured. Yeah, but it, it was hasn't like been three nearly eight or as good. something. Um, three something like that. Yeah. But they've definitely dropped. And now that he's back, I mean, yeah, one loss against the Pacers, it's going to happen in February. But they're going to come back up, especially now that the Clippers. Yeah. have basically given up on the season. The like they're going to the Lakers are going to move up in the West. So I would do whatever LeBron wants me to do and I would learn from him. He's the he's been the best player in the league for the last what 15 years. So give me a break with this and if LeBron wants to be a little cocky and post how he's the fifth player to score however many points, let him do that. I'm I don't ha- if I'm a player, I don't have the courage to walk oh, up to him and be like, the courage, to walk up to him and and talk I'm to him. I'm just saying, if I'm he's my boss. Unless if I am a top ten player in the league, I don't know if I want to play with LeBron anymore. Well, none of those guys are top ten players in the well, league. Well, no, so but I I'm saying if I'm LeBron. looking to go to Los Angeles in free agency, I'm looking at his track record and how guys ended up. You know, Kevin Love came to play with him. They traded for him. Got dogged the entire freaking time. Yeah, he but he has Cleveland. a title. He does. Chris Bosh got dogged the entire time he was in Miami. He has two rings. Cool. Right. D and the Wade didn't get dogged because, yeah, they're best friends. <laughs> uh, but, like, is, is Was it, Kevin Love going to win a title in Minnesota? Probably not. No, but Kevin Love probably could have went I, somewhere else and maybe had a shot. I, I don't know. know. I don't you know. know. You never you, know. And that's a good point, Mike. I do get it, that. And, I, like I said, I'm a LeBron fan. But, one, you have the question, can can you still win a title even if you go there with LeBron and compete in the West? I, I don't know if LeBron, a LeBron-led team in the West can win a title. It's I mean, tough I'm for sure, now. Yeah, it's, it's, tough it's, it's now definitely because difficult. he's older and, and you he's have Golden State older, to go through. And you have so many other pieces. Kyrie Irving wanted out of there. I yeah. mean, there's so many guys, It's and the coaches are just a revolving door with this guy. 
I don't know if I'd want to be his teammate. And I get that he makes you better. I get that you're yeah. going to pretty much go to the finals every year on his team. Those two things, it sounds great. But, like, the stress of having to think, I probably, like, there's a 50-50 shot, I will be traded this season. I don't if care about If you play that. on a LeBron team. So what? That's the business. I, I would consider, look, if I'm, a, if I'm the type of, there are so many players in the league that are that status, even without LeBron, where they're a, a player where a GM can move them. They're a 50-50, you know, chance of, getting traded. To me, if I get the chance to play with LeBron, if I'm on the Dallas Mavericks or whatever mediocre team and they say, oh, we're trading to the Lakers, I'm psyched because now I have a better chance of winning. Yeah, he's a little older, and yeah, he's in the West, and it's going to be tougher. I don't think they're going to make the finals. I think they have to go through Golden State. Yeah. But if we're talking about Cleveland, where he dominated in the East, I would have gone, I would have taken the uh, opportunity to go with Cleveland in a heartbeat. Playing with LeBron, I don't care how much stress I have playing with LeBron and having a chance to win the title is is you sound a, like a, a you sound like a pledge man. you sound like a pledge right yeah. now like <laughs> I don't give I don't give a damn yeah. if these guys stick something up my ass or make me you know yeah. drink until I throw up all over myself <laughs> I'm well, gonna be in the, I'm do... gonna live in the yeah. cool frat and I was in a fraternity so like I I can make those jokes I mean I guess anyone can really it's kind of warranted at this point yeah uh, but anyway but like what my my point is like. I don't know. I, I don't, just feel I like think Kevin Love. Like at the end of the day, when he's fifty, he's not going to worry about all the stress he went this. through. I, I think he's going to remember the title, and he's going to rem- yeah. I, I don't think Kevin Love gets that paycheck from Cleveland last offseason if he didn't win a ring with them too, which yeah. is fair. So, but I'll ask you this, Michael Gar: Is it worth blowing up your young core to get one player? to appease the wants and needs of a guy who's probably going to be retired in five years or probably not playing for you. Do you really want to say goodbye to your last... I mean, those guys that you're talking about, Ingram, Lonzo Ball, like those were top two picks. Yeah. You're, And then you're talking about trading away first-round picks in addition, another really good prospect in Kuzma, a really good prospect in Hart, guys that you just signed last year with Rondo, Lance Stevenson. You're willing to give up... Everything that you just built, and I know it's nothing special, like especially the veterans, like get rid of you know whoever, right? You, like Rondo or those guys. But are you really willing to give up all of the last draft picks that help? All for just Anthony Davis? All just yeah, yeah. I want it. Um, so what are you going to give up to get him? Well, you don't give up anything. I don't think he's going to the Lakers. No, I don't think so. I, but who? So let me ask you this question to follow: Who has enough? Well, that's the thing. I don't think – I mean, we saw what – what was the exact uh, haul for Tobias Harris? I mean, there were a number of first-round picks involved, and I think – I think it was uh, two. Okay, and then a a chunk of players. It was like like three players for two. For Tobias Harris, who is a great player, but he's not a top-ten player. Anthony Davis, you can make the argument – he's not a top-25 player. Yeah, you can make the argument – Anthony Davis is top top three. Yeah, you can make an argument for top three. Um, And I don't think anybody's going to want to do that. I – Someone's got to realize in L.A. that they're not, even with Anthony Davis, I don't think they're, I think they know they have a tough road in the West. I mean, Golden State's still the team to beat out in the West. You still have, you have Denver, you have OKC. Spending all that money and giving up all those young guys and all those future first-round picks just to hope that you can make the finals, I think that's too risky. No, but here's the thing. You get Anthony Davis now, he for sure will re-sign in L.A. Yeah, Lakers were one of the teams, right, on his list. And so... Coming into this next offseason, that's when you can get a Kyrie Irving or a Kemba Walker 
it makes it a lot easier to get that third superstar. And then you bank which is on what you need to Durant win an leaving. NBA. Yeah, Golden State. So you have Durant leaving. Right. I mean, he could even go to LA hypothetically. Like yeah. probably not. But so your your top competition gets worse. While you might not go to the conference finals even with LeBron and AD. Who knows? I mean, the West is stacked. Yeah. But you have some young talent probably left over if you get AD. Even if you don't, AD's young himself. Right. You have the best player in the world. You have cap room. And the conference is a lot easier to win. It's not a, it's not a clear path. You're not in the East. And it's also LA. It's also the Lakers. Yeah. So adding AD makes it... 10 times better of a destination and it's already a top three destination because you have the best player in the world and one of the best cities to live in in the world so i think that that is a smart move even if you're not in quote unquote win now mode every team that lebron's in is you trading for ad yeah i think you 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 get them now but you can't give up all of your young talent and you can't give up like they asked for four first round picks or something like that has all the power yeah well, that and they're making Magic Johnson just negotiate with himself. Yeah. Like, it's it's like just shut up and ask for a counter offer. And I guess he did that, but like, why wouldn't that just be your second move after you make your initial offer? I don't know. Can they wait until the summer? I actually I don't know what's what his <sighs> status is. Why can't they wait until is he a free agent this summer or is it next summer? I believe I it's, think it's next summer. Yeah, and so again to, to me the west is just so stacked and i would like you said you have these but top picks but i think picks. you want to get them now because you want to you want to keep lebron's run going you know you, any year where you don't put a great team that can compete for a finals title with lebron is kind of wasting a year of lebron in all reality you know like you never really want to punt with lebron yeah especially like these years because like years 3 and 4 of that contract, you are running out of time. Yeah, you're running out of time. He like he's older. still going to be a top ten player in the league two, three years from now, but he probably won't be the best player in the NBA anymore. Right. So, you know, you don't want to waste time with this. This was a big investment for the Lakers, and so yeah, I, I do understand wanting to get a superstar now, even if you, you don't end up with a championship or a conference title. You become a powerhouse again. You become a destination again, and you have. If you get Anthony Davis, you have two of the top three players in the league, and the other guy in the top three is probably going to the East. So you are the team that everyone wants to play for now. And in addition, like Kyrie Irving or Kemba Walker or whoever else, you're you're the favorite now. I think just spending so much what New Orleans is asking for, and they should, rightfully so. I mean, Anthony Davis, we both agree, top five player. I think it's just a little too risky for me, and I think I would just back off and just wait. Because every year, there's always a superstar available. There's always something you can do. There are always blockbuster moves. And yeah, Anthony Davis, we've said, you know, top three, top five player. But I think of, like, trades in other leagues, like the Herschel Walker trade, when, you know, there were a million draft picks sent and it just, you know, backfired and all that. To me, it's it's just too risky, and I would just wait. All right, we're going to move on now uh, to our next topic, which is... This is a simple game. You throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. You got it? I do got it. We're talking baseball. There was a meeting or something like that. I don't know how this works. Uh, But 
nonetheless, a whole bunch of rich white guys got together who are somehow affiliated with the game of baseball, and they discussed some potential rule changes amongst the rules that were selected. Two really stood out to me, Mike. Uh, the first one was one I did not like, and it was a minimum of three batters that a pitcher must face when he comes oh, yeah. into the game. Yeah. While that would speed up the game, I think that would that would also screw a lot of things up. Don't. Yeah, with all these rules, you don't need to adjust the actual uh, what spirit of the game or just the you know the basic rules stuff like that. This is just a incredibly dumb rule. I hate it, and I know you're trying to speed up the game, but there are other ways to do it, and this is not the way to do it. All right. So, what's the rule you did like though? The, the second rule, rule I did like, and I thought this was one of the dumbest things, is having the American League use the DH and having the National League not use the DH. It seems that they are getting closer and closer to having both leagues use the use the DH, and I think that's great. I know there are a handful of people who are very anti-DH. They love the strategy of the game. They love you know making pitching changes and how to use your bench and all that stuff. But there is no eight-year-old kid out there. And if there is, I'd love to meet him and, quite frankly, punch, punch him, him the in face. the face. Yep, I knew that was coming. <laughs> There's no eight-year-old kid out there who's like, Dad, can I go to the baseball game to see the strategy in the late innings? No, he wants to see a home run. He wants to see offense. And I think the MLB, who's really struggling to kind of sell their game at the moment, especially to the younger generation, they need to find a way to make the game more exciting. And more offense is going to do that. I have no problem with great pitching performances and all that stuff. I love watching guys like Noah Syndergaard or you know, Max Scherzer, anyone. But I also love seeing offense, and I think if we can get more high-scoring games, the better. So for, I don't need. Also, I want to say I don't need to see Clayton Kershaw strike out you know three, four times. Clayton a game. Kershaw's hit a couple home runs. I, have you know? Yes. Well, have he's know. also struck out about a thousand times too. All right. So for as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster. No, uh, <laughs> great movie. Um, I've always been an anti-DH guy. Not anti-DH in the sense where I wanted it banned like like Greg Brown or Steve Blast want, but I like the fact that there are different sets of rules in the same game. I love the I idea of like teams in September just adding that Adam Dunn type guy, knowing that, you know, we're two series wins away from having to to basically get another guy to play a position that we have not had to think about all year long. I think that is the most interesting thing in all of sports. You add a new position, or you have to subtract a position in the most important games of the year. I love the strategy. A couple years ago, you saw Carlos Santana playing right field, playing outfield for the first time in his life for the Cleveland Indians, just to keep him in the lineup. I, I mean, would you think it's like dumb or whatever, but like I love the strategy behind that. I do, but I need to... I've come to the realization that fans like me are a rarity in today's game of baseball. Yeah. The people who are the old-fashioned, sentimental, historian fans, the nerds, the strategy. Baseball is more and more becoming a thinking game numbers-wise than it is strategy-wise. We're more focused on launch angles and walks and strikeouts and all of the you know the weighted runs created plus and all the fancy you know, sabermetrics than we are at just knowing the actual game and the strategy behind it. It's it, And, you know, that's just life. Yeah. It, it, it's always going to change. And with cha- with this change, with all the numbers, with all the focus, I think it's time that we add the DH because we've got to do something to make the game, like you said, more exciting. 
I also think adding a DH makes the game more fair for small market teams. Yeah. You take a look at what the Oakland A's did. Yeah. With the lo- second lowest payroll in baseball, maybe the lowest payroll in baseball. They were able to make the postseason. Granted, they you know got bounced in the first wild card game against the Yankees, but they were able to compete in one of the best divisions in baseball with a really good Mariners team. They chased them down. They went toe-to-toe with the Houston Astros all the way down to the end of the regular season, and they were able to do it because they had so much bullpen flexibility. The same thing that got the Cleveland Indians to the World Series in 2016. The same thing that won the Kansas City Royals right. the World Series yeah. in 2015. Small market teams, I wouldn't even say DH. I mean, having a DH is obviously good for them as well because they can get more creative with the lineups and try to add a little bit more offense. But a team like the Pirates would benefit so much, so much from having a DH because now you can bring in Vasquez whenever you want. Right. You can bring in Keone Kella whenever you want. You can leave him in the game. If You know, you don't have to worry about, oh, there's a guy batting. If Tyone's dealing and it's a 0-0 game, you don't have to worry about that stuff exactly. anymore. Exactly. And I know people don't want to hear that, but that's the reality of it. I think this gives the Pirates an advantage. And while, you know, the same rules apply for big market teams, big market teams don't really have to think about that stuff as much as the Pirates do. They don't have to get as creative. The problem is, you know, they are getting as creative, but when you're a team built like the Pirates are, at I least think it gives this, small, this gives yeah. the Pirates, I think, at least three more wins. Exactly. At least if a you better can chance. if you can build a bullpen like that. And maybe Maybe that's what Neil Huntington was thinking, that this rule was going to get passed. You look at the construction of that bullpen. None of those guys are going away anytime soon. And so when you build a pitching-heavy team, maybe that's what Huntington's thinking, where we have enough depth that we can win a 3-2 to game every night. I hope. And I hope. That's going to be their uh, only and prayer. And then maybe uh, bring up Fran- Frankie Liriano. Yeah, I mean, that was interesting. <laughs> Use him in the middle innings. I'd like to see him hit. I'd like to see Bartolo Colon still hit. There may be maybe a side rule that no, guys who look so I, ridiculous I do at the appreciate. I, I appreciate a good pitcher home run or a pitcher no, hit. No, I even appreciate the strategy of it. But it happens once in a blue moon. No, but, like, I, I appreciate them being bad, and I know that sounds nuts, but, like, I like the idea that, like, you have to account for a weakness, like it's like it's like playing a board game where you land on a certain thing and it's back to start, or you have to avoid that. You have to dance around it. I think that's what makes baseball fun. Like imagine in football. But it's not their imagine fault. in football. That's not their fault. They're once not, they're not every getting paid once to every hit. quarter you had to make like a left tackle throw a pass. That's no. essentially what. A, yeah, and it's that, stupid. It's stupid, it's but funny. it's kind of it's, it's funny. Kind of, it adds. And it's entertaining. And yes. it's great for a, a good tweet and you know a Vine or yeah, something that you can watch a hundred times. I feel times. like it's 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 ran its course here. The old people are going to hate it, and the problem with that is the old people are still the the, well, the old people are going to die core. soon. So, well, not soon enough. But anyway, <laughs> um, the old people are still the biggest core of the fans in Major League Baseball. Whether we like to admit it or not, the the typical baseball fan is still like a fifty nine year old white guy. So they're not they going to adjust to this. Things have to things have to change. Leagues have to change. When athletes change and the style of gameplay changes, you have to adjust. I you will just say this. have to do that. Think of the baseball players and how well they were marketed when we were growing up. Is there anyone that has the in today's game that you see with the same marketability as Griffey had when we were kids, as Derek Jeter, as A Rod? How many baseball players right now are household names? Mike Trout. 
I wouldn't even say that. I'd say yeah, I'd say Mike if Trout, I but I think they could do a much said, better job. What does Mike maybe, Trout look maybe like? Maybe Bryce Harper. Harper. Yeah. Yeah. Two. I, I'm I'm honestly trying to think. I can't think of any others. I mean, McCutcheon for a while, I felt like he kind of was. But I think you probably I think that's probably blown up just because you, you were, asked. I think a, here the whole country Pittsburgh. to name me five baseball players off the top of their head. I bet you. More than half the country in their top five would include Derek Jeter I was gonna say, Derek or Ken Jeter Griffey Jr. <laughs> yeah. Derek they would Jeter include for both sure. of them. Yeah. Or maybe like Albert Pujols. Yeah. Or something like that. Guys who Ichiro maybe. Ichiro, yeah, Just something like he's that. A you know, big it, in the world. You need to do something to make the game a little bit more flashy. And with they the, need to speed the way it up. the game is, you're not going to speed it up with what, the way they play the game now. Well, another one of the rules is uh, putting a what a 20 second pitch clock. And that's fine. On but the, if that knocks off 15 minutes, great. I don't even think it, it's not— my, my argument on that, my big complaint on that, uh, on why everyone complains about the speed of the game, if I'm going to a game, I'm, I know it's going to be three, three and a half hours. Can people just, like, enjoy it? Yeah, just Like, do they have to up. always complain? Yeah. If it's a five-hour game between the Yankees and the Sox, I get that. You know, it's a little long. But just mm. enjoy life for a sec. Just sit back. I want to see offense. I want to see runs. I don't need to see a pitcher strike out three times. I'm getting sick of the strategy argument. I just want to be entertained for I mean, three and a half hours. I'm for, okay with spending three and a half to four hours at a game. The same people who are saying they want to see a pitcher's duel are the same people who are trying to force feed us the idea of that last Super Bowl being a good one. Right. It's just not the truth yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, if there's if the only way you see that happening now are just amazing plays in the field or anything, you want action. You want explosion. That's why yeah. the NBA thrives. Yeah. Some people get a little tired of it because it's too much, but you have the splash plays, the three-pointers, the dunks. That's why the NFL still, I think, thrives. Yeah. Because you have the home run touchdowns, you know, all those big plays. The big hits. Yeah. Everything. Baseball needs more of that. And yeah. when you're having less people put the ball in play because they're walking more and striking out more than ever before, you need to add a little bit extra. And you can't, you know, they did that in the 90s. They had a little bit of, you know, a shot in the arm, literally. Uh, but you can't do that anymore. Exactly, so you need yeah. to find a different way. Yeah. There was a problem in the 1960s where runs weren't being scored enough. In the late 1960s, they added the DH yeah. to the American League. They moved the mound back, they raised it up, and they added a position, a new position. Runs went up. The game of baseball was the most popular game in the world in the 70s. And it was super popular in the 80s too. So I think maybe we do this. I don't like it. Because, you know, I can appreciate baseball for what it is now, but not many people like me exist anymore. I, th I think it's long overdue. All and right. I, and I hope it happens. We're moving on. This is our final topic of the day. This is our Twitter news segment. And uh, what are we going to be talking about? Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Woo! Red rum. All right, Gar, you want to introduce this one? Yeah, so um, basically uh, it came out today that a bunch of new emojis are going to be introduced come uh, springtime. Okay. And everyone gets excited about emojis. I love I, Who doesn't love some emojis? Right, that's how uh, simple we are. We get excited about little things like this. Yep. Um, bunch, of, uh, bunch of common ones, uh, you know, a lot of different couple emojis um, and a bunch of different animals. But there's one that now is, it's a red raindrop, red drop of blood, is I it, guess. Is that, yeah, so that's why we played that's, the, the Shining right. clip 
Red rum. Red rum, red rum. Yeah. And it is supposed to be, uh, I guess, for women in particular. Yeah. Their uh, their time of the month. Yes. And that like that's not like sometimes like the eggplant emoji was not made. Uh, and originally was not made to sim- to to symbolize a penis. <laughs> the the peach emoji was not made in hopes to, to like be associated buttocks. with a, an ass. Yeah. But this literally this is, for is being deemed. That. They're saying we need an emoji that specifies period blood. Yeah. Michael Gar, welcome to 2019. Tw- yeah, you know, it's uh well it's not for me. You know, it's something. Not uh, for me. You know, I mean, you and I, if we ever text, I don't think we're going to be using that anytime soon, dude. And uh, you know, but good for you know, it seems like it's a good for who? Good for women, I guess. Apparently, I don't. Of, I didn't. One think... of the parts of the article was like it's supposed to make women feel normalize more comfortable. It? Yeah, normalize it exactly. I thought I thought it was a normal thing. I thought it was a normal thing. So too. maybe I I didn't realize so have... people. You know, women felt uncomfortable about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was Mother Nature. I don't know if we sound bad saying all this. Maybe Dude. we're just clueless. Dude. Dude, I I mean I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm never gonna use it, and uh, so I don't really have a strong opinion on it. I guess it's cool. I don't know. It's 2019. I mean, you know, I'm I'm all I'm more about... excited about the waffle emoji. All right. And the otter emoji. We're gonna get into the more emojis, but I gotta give my take on this. But so go ahead. I'm all for you doing you. Yeah. You know, you however you want to identify in this world today. Gosh darn it, you go for it. Right. And if you want to embrace the fact that once a month, your <laughs> utero wall sheds. Okay. We don't need to. Do and that. no, no, we're gonna do no, this. Jesus. <laughs> and you have unfertilized eggs. <laughs> and somehow, some way, that results. And a, and a couple drops of blood. Okay. It adds up to be a cup over the entire time. Okay. <laughs> My whole point is I'm talking about this and it's fucking uncomfortable. It yeah. just is. And I'm sorry. I... It shouldn't be, you know, if that makes us sound like sexist man pigs or whatever, like that sucks. But it's like, you know, I don't talk about my male issues. <laughs> you know, I don't have anything equivalent to this. But I like. Don't... Well, that's the thing. Like, if we ever did use this emoji, what we're, would it be we're for? the worst. Well, what would it be for? Yeah, I feel like this gives. Oh boy, this gives boyfriends way too much of an opportunity to get in I, trouble. I, like, you just text your friends that, like, when you're hanging out with your girlfriend, like she's being mean. You text like those those emojis. She sees that it. shit. You're you done. Do well, you you are do done. You don't do it. No, you don't. But yeah. now that's there. Before right. then, what well, what you do keep, you do? You don't even touch it. You don't even touch that. No, that way it's but, not even like the recently used emoji. there. You have to know exactly on exactly what page it is, mm-hmm. and you stay away from that page. No, no, anything, no, 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 no. Anything no. on that page, you can't use. That's okay? not how it works, though. That's I, gonna. I mean, I don't that's, care. It, you were scrolling through a thousand some, pages of emojis. Somehow, you some find way, out, oh, every this, guy this red is gonna get is on in trouble six? from that emoji, one way or another. No, you they're don't do either it. gonna they're either gonna accuse a woman stay of away. being on their period well, now, or they're gonna say like they're gonna make a joke about it, or like it's gonna get real sick and nasty. Just, and I just I I want no part of it. I, don't, <laughs> I just didn't see this. We have red emojis as it is. You could have used yeah. the stop sign emoji. You could have used the red circle emoji. You could have used the bear emoji. That's all always been my key one after a while because of the anchorman reference bears are attracted to menstruation (laughs) (laughs) well i don't don't have a girlfriend yeah (laughs) humble (laughs) 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 (laugh
No, I just I don't think I'd ever even touch it. For me, it's a very simple thing. Anything that's on that page with the red drop, I'm not using. I'm staying away from it. I do not want to get in trouble. And quite frankly, I'm I'm terrified. So now here's the thing. <laughs> I'm a weak man. No. For whenever whenever a guy does make this mistake and tweet about Well, how do you play yeah, how do you get out of it? How do you get What's out your of it? Excuse? There's no excuse. Well, but there, there, there is can be. time out. There is they have not only do they have the upper hand now, because like they have they have this thing where it's like we have this temptation. We are Eve and the apple is right there, and the forbidden fruit is something that Guys, no, this is a bad idea, but like one way or another, we're going to get pissed and use that, and they have the emoji now to hit us back with, and it's over. They have the— I think there's prob- there has to be a way to get out of that if you accidentally do text. Like, you do have a girlfriend. I do. So what, what could you say if you accidentally slip up, you just—and she takes it the wrong way or Mike, something? And- I am fucking scared to even talk about this right now, <laughs> and I'm confident she's not going to listen to well, this. Well, good. Uh, but no, I'm scared to even think about me. My parents me. are going to listen to this, so I wonder oh, if I'm going to get no. another talk. Yeah, like, but- <laughs> I mean, I'm scared to even think about my girlfriend. And I'm not doing this if she's listening. I'm not insinuating that, I mean, I, I guess you obviously have one. But like, I don't want my girlfriend to even think about me talking about this subject when it involves her. So the idea of me telling someone else that that's going on in any way, shape, or form that would be murder. It'd be I'd be fade on sight. I would be dead. I would be dead. You might as well put the skull and crossbone emojis next to me. I'm I'm thinking. However, if it's not a boyfriend or girlfriend, it's not a girlfriend, and you 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 say you do this about your maybe not your boss, but like a girl that you're you're seeing or something like that, or just a girl in I class. I still wouldn't use it. No, but if you do that and they piss you, and you piss them off, they also have the emoji now to end your life. Yeah, and that yeah, is um... the tiny dick emoji. Oh yeah, there's that too. Yeah, you have the tiny dick emoji. Hands they just have a pair of hands with the two fingers. And with the two fingers, um, that to me is more empowering for like, women. Like if you're holding up a tic tac, that's what the emoji yes. would look like without the tic tac in the fingers, hands. That the to me is more empowering for women yeah. than the period emoji. You wanna know why? There's been a big pl- problem well, in this well, in this thing. in this generation with girls having to deal with guys sending unsolicited dick pics, right. sliding into DMs. That emoji will end any man's life. That's the thing about being a guy. You're not going to see that emoji because that's just going to be used between just a group message of girls. Yep. And you're not going to see that. So No, but if you is, get that which in is a DM scarier back, thought, which is a scarier thought yes. than actually, you know, seeing it. You go through a girl guys don't do this though. Like they don't go through phones. Yeah. Like guys don't go through their girlfriend's phone. Right. But if somehow some way you 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 accidentally glance at a girl that you're talking with or a girl that you've hooked up with on her phone, yeah. and you see that fucking emoji next to your name, Game over. you have to become well a woman now. Might you have well to get the surgery. Might as well jump off a bridge. You have, jump to, off a bridge. You have, to, you have yeah. to go outside, take the blindfold off in Bird Box, now what you do and is you have you, to walk in front of a moving train. Right, but You what have you, to do yeah. it. But what you do is you, you go to your favorite restaurant, you have a nice, calm meal by yourself, yes. and then you end it. No. It, well, I would. I think you look yourself in the mirror. Well, take a look back at your life, where it went wrong, and think about that emoji and and say to yourself, this is going to be the last image I ever see is this this yellow hand with two fingers describing the the size. Uh, Any other fun emojis, though? 
you got? I mean, there's some some good ones. I mean, like that, I said, that one waffle, alone, like again, Cube, I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm out of the game now. Because like, like <laughs> if if I again if I were to see that next to my name in any phone of a girl that well, I don't even look had hooked up with, I don't look. But okay, like, good. I'm just saying that's a situation that exists now. Yeah. Like I would never use the period emoji, but that's a situation that exists yeah. now. What like it's like stuff like why would you put that out in the universe? Just well, that's just or like a girl. A girl tweets that, like, you're going to see so many, like, NBA thoughties, you know, the side chicks. They're just going to, like, tweet at Kyrie Irving with that emoji, and NBA Twitter is just going to lose its goddamn yeah. mind. Yeah. And it's going to be tough well, to it's see. it's going to be interesting if it's not It's going to ruin us. careers. Right. If it's not you, then it's great. No, I sympathize. Uh, I, I don't like, like it. superstars. Like celebrities and stuff like that? I guess. I don't sympathize with those. I guess. All right, so we got a lot of handicap emojis, which is cool. I like the blind the blind walking cane. You're going to see that a lot for, like, refs. Yeah, yeah. Like, Bleacher Report yeah, exactly. is, like, the most annoying. They also have the... Uh, They're so annoying with their emojis. The, They'll be like, Zion went off with, like, the, the ghost face emojis. Anytime the refs miss a call, like, you're going to see, yeah. like, the... The two seeing eye dogs as well. Yeah. Oh, it, yep, yeah. there we go. I feel like that's just like we're going real uh, far here. Yeah, they've added some animals. Skunk. Is that a switchblade? It is. Um, yeah, we got an axe. We have an axe. Yeah, we have a kite now. I don't. We know. have a banjo. And so a, a lot of things, and these and are a, a lot of things I do. I play the banjo a lot. I I go. Who flies a kite anymore? I don't know. Have you ever seen anyone fly a kite? I used to fly kites as a child, really? like for you. like three times. And yeah. then you got the tidy whities too. That would be another tough emoji to see next to your name yeah. on a girl's phone. Um, the planet Saturn. I don't know why they are the other planets available. Is I don't this know. The first planet. I just available? feel like the more emojis we get now, the more divided our society is going to be. It's um, it's uh, it's a big, it's a big step. I don't know if it's in the right direction or the wrong direction. Maybe for guys, maybe in the wrong direction. I think this is going to hurt. This is gonna. But for women, they have all the power. In terms of the emoji game. I mean, yeah, like Serena is, Williams doesn't even ended. need to be on Bumble the, the commercials. Game, the game has ended. It's, if you're it's a guy. definitely shifting. The emoji game has ended. If you're a guy, yeah, we were up twenty-eight to three, and now, and now, now it's over. Brady's hitting all the passes. <laughs> Man, uh, I do like this yawning emoji too. Finally, right. we get it. That'll conclude our emoji talk. <laughs> um, anything else before we get into Noah's No Doubters? Oh yeah, well, go ahead. No, we'll just go. All right, right into so it real quick. not even a humble brag. Just a brag. Yeah. If if we could measure my confidence right now, we'd need like five of those little, you know, we could, those, those squint, those little one inch measurement emojis, boy, you would have to have like a whole arm's length because I am big swinging dick of confidence right now, Michael Gar. 2 and 0. I have never missed a pick in the history of this podcast. I know. And I'm adding a pick. Go for you're it. You're getting three. You're getting three picks today. You're getting free money here. Okay. To end the show. I hit. Both picks. I got the money line in overtime. Vegas Golden Knights. You want to know why? Because them boys were asleep. They were in their beds last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they weren't enjoying the Tampa Bay light nightlife. They, dude, Tampa Bay. I'm telling you, is a fun town. I, I'm being serious. Yes, I wasn't being they were asleep. Because guess what? They've seen it all. Yeah. And what did I tell you? The Miami Heat. They're scrappy. Yeah, who'd they play? They played the Blazers. Oh yeah, that's a good win. That is a good one. Yeah. And guess what? 
Blazers looking for revenge. I got them as my first pick. There you go. Portland minus five. They're at home, I believe, against San Antonio. Okay. I, I always bet against San Antonio. I always win when I bet against San Antonio. I think Portland's like San, a pretty good home team, too. San, yeah, Portland. Uh, I believe they're home. Portland's home. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought you said San Antonio's a pretty good home team. Oh, no, no. Portland's 22-8. at eight. 22 yeah. and 8 at home. Go That's ahead. Rip City. No way they lose two in a row. Right. They're going to cover. They're going to win by five. I like them. College basketball. This is a unique one. I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies. Or not the Memphis Grizzlies. That is a unique one. Yes, uh, the Memphis Tigers, excuse me. I believe they are hosting Cincinnati on their home court. Cincinnati, number 25 in the country. Yes, they are. They're plus three. Plus three. I like a money line, Michael Gar. Okay. I feel like we're due for a nice little upset here. In the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, <laughs> and uh, I'm going. I'm going with Penny Hardaway's boys. Okay. All right. I like it. They're they're going to put on. Memphis is going to be a program that's going to take off here in a couple years. They just got the number one recruit in the country. So bet the mortgage on Memphis money line. But if if you know if you're like that new emoji. I would just go plus three, <laughs> but that's none of my business. And my final, final pick of the day, one. we're gonna go to the ice. I haven't been great with hockey this year, but I'm hot, aka one in a one, one in a row. Nine. Yep. And I, I love me a home underdog, Michael Gar. I'm gonna go with the Montreal Canadiens, the Habs at yes. home against the Winnipeg Jets. Ooh. Okay. I got nothing else on this aside from the fact that they're pretty even. As they far are as even. you know, Montreal's the, having a pretty good season. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Winnipeg's pretty good. Right. Um, but you know, hockey's neither team. Hockey's tough. You can. Hockey's it, tough, and you know, it's like the the lines even. They're minus. They're plus one hundred one. Mm-hmm. So you're getting like an extra dollar back on what you bet. Yeah. So overall, I don't know. I just like that as far as you know the other underdogs that are home or is like New Jersey. Not betting that. You know, so yeah, we'll go Montreal. I wouldn't bet the mortgage on that one though. I couldn't make. I can't make fun of you right now because you're two and zero. Yeah, you so can. So right now. The name lives up to the hype. You're down, Noah's right. no doubters. Don't doubt it, baby. But I have a feeling over time this will get very ugly very quickly. But that's just me. Not to say I don't have faith in you, but I think you are just beaming with confidence, and I think someone at some point is going to take you down. You want to, You know what would take me down? Seeing that, that, that emoji, emoji next that to emoji. my name in your yeah. phone. Well. All right, any final thoughts? No, uh, hopefully we get this on iTunes here pretty soon, and once we do, uh, hopefully you uh, will subscribe to that. But as for now, uh, just uh, Noah and I will tweet out the link and just uh, hope you can listen there. All right, that'll wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Once again, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter. Where can they find us? You, the letter U, and O, pod. That's where you can find us. I'm Noah Hiles. He is Michael Gar signing off saying we'll see you next time. We'll see you next Tuesday, followers. We love you all.